This is KGB. What up, is DJ EFN? Yo, and this is your man, Manny Digital. Welcome to the Fatherhoods Podcast. Beats, rhymes, and diamonds. Yes! yes! That was my tone love voice. <laughs> we, we might need you to run that back in a minute. Let's do it. <laughs> All right, y'all. Ro- royalty has just cut on the mics in the situation of the fatherhoods over here, y'all. Anytime you hear Southern rap mentioned, their names ring heavy. Now, please don't knock these brothers for keeping their family in the dungeon. Rocking with the fatherhoods right now is a four-pack of soul-spitting hip-hop dads. Big Gip. Timo, CeeLo Green, and the homie Cujo Goody. They are the legendary group Goody Mob. Yeah. Hell yeah. What's going on, fellas? How y'all doing today? What's up, bro? Good, man. How about yourself? We good, we good. Now, now think, let's just set this off real quick. How what's everybody's like family dynamic? Like how many kids everybody got? What, what's going on in the in the house? Start with CeeLo. CeeLo, set it off. Uh, I've got three children. I got. I have two, uh, two daughters. Um, if I'm being technical, they're my stepdaughters, but they're my daughters. Uh, right. And I've had them since they were very young. Uh, from my ex-wife, we also have a son together who's 20 years old now. His name is Kingston. I got five grandbabies now. You know what I'm saying? Wow. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, so I got a house full of them, man. But, you know, I spend... Uh, the, the majority of the time with, uh, with my son Kingston. Wow. All right. Yeah. All right. Next, Cujo. Uh, I got four. I got four young uh, black men that I'm raising, man. Uh, they right behind each other. One of them named Gad, Simeon, Saya, and Daniel. Nice. Y'all been working, man. Gip, what up with you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Gip, I just got one daughter. Her name is Keep Sire Blue Daydream. Wait, say that one more time. That shit is ill. Say that one more time. Her name is Keep Sire Blue Daydream. Wow. Gip. Hold on. We got to. <laughs> no, no disrespect to the other names, but that there's a lot of thought behind that name. <laughs> Definitely. I feel like yeah. it could be a whole podcast just talking about the naming process for word, that. Word. <laughs> and well, Timo. Her name. Keeps Keeps I got three kids. Anointed. Got, Anointed. Uh, Go ahead, Timo. Sorry about that. Oh no, yeah, I got uh three kids. I have a son, Shamubaka, Tamanaka, Sanita. Well, you believe that shit, low? He got you, bro. He got me. I'm about to say, Seal don't know their names. There's a problem with this group already. We got you, low. man. I got one son, man. He the oldest. I got Caleb. I got another middle daughter. She's 14. Skyler. Now I have uh my my little six year old. That's Emery Grace. My three, yeah. they house to all three of. Them. Nice. <laughs> Worry me, man. <laughs> my great, my great lineage. <laughs> so, so if if um, well, not if. So y'all y'all got you know y'all got your interesting dynamics here, and and I'm always curious, like, you know, th- there's always this constant balance, right, that us parents have to go through, uh, just on a normal day to day. You guys being celebrities and kind of having to do so many different things, being in the limelight. How do you guys balance your celebrity with the privacy and sanctity of family life? And I mean, any one of y'all, whoever feels inspired, we're not going to have y'all go one by one by one, but whoever feels, (laughs) or I can start picking on people. My 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 daughter, she's kind of like she's kind of uh, a loner because she's yeah. been an only child. So our relationship is really really direct. It's like, and then with her being a girl, it's almost like she's really direct. Like I want and just what you need to do. So it's kind of like you know the girls always wrap the men. You know, once we get girls, man, we soft. 
So I mean, yeah, with her that's what only, happened to me. With her only being by herself, you know, she gets what she wants. So it's it's a hard dynamic, but you have to tell her no sometimes. Yeah. Right. I think you know. I think our kids, you know, like they are, you know, uh, they are direct, you know, descendantry, man. You know what I mean? Like they they inherit what is yours. You know what I mean? Like immediately. So like you know, like my son is uh is is really multi talented. He's almost like a. I like to you know, and I'm probably being biased, but like you know, facts is facts, man. He's like a child prodigy, man. Like he's a uh, highly intelligent. Uh, we spend you know, an awful amount of, of time together now being that he's 20, man. Like I was, you know, I was waiting on this time in his life where we could, I could really give him the game. You know, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, mm-hmm. you know, like, because mothering is the nurturing of, of, a, of an infant child. I mean, on up, you know, through through adolescence, but but adulthood, you know what I mean? Like, of course, a male presence and, and, a, and a father figure should always be, you know what I mean? Like accessible, you know what I mean? Like, you know, and available, you know? Um, And I was, and I, I was just saying this the other day, that you know we we were grinding so hard trying to provide you, you know what i mean um at that time so by default man like you miss out you know on, on your children's lives if you don't decide to involve them in it you know, like you know so you know you educate them about what you do you, you give them the, the um you know the pros and the cons you, you know what i'm saying and then um you also give them space to grow margin for error and you let them figure out their own ways and 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 determine their own destinations and paths you know what i mean like you just did a chaperone and guide and and, and and just help, you know, bring, bring perspective and protect it. You know what I mean? Like, but anything that they're passionate about, I think that you should support. You know what I'm saying? So I think I, our kids have that 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 creative capacity too, you know, but you just never know what they what they may grow to, to become. You know what I mean? Like, you know, so um, yeah, I guess that's me. Did did y'all find like throughout time methods to to help balance your artistic careers and your fatherhood duties, like like I'm I'm assuming that being younger fathers to now you you had to learn different methods to to properly balance that. Man, my my first solo I'm gonna say this my father y'all go Joe my my first video was with my ex wife uh, and she she was pregnant with Kingston at the time you know it was a video uh, it was my first single uh, my solo single closet closet freak um, so you know I I'm, I'm saying that to say I involved my family in my work you know what I mean like almost immediately just like it was just probably the most you know involuntary natural thing you know what i mean like to do you know what i mean and so then right after that when kingston was born he was uh in my second video for getting grown you know represent that first album i put out and you know it was all based around the teletubbies because i used to watch that with him as, as a kid. <laughs> i remember that <laughs> you know what i'm saying so i figured it was just something that you know he'd be able to identify with man you know but yeah no no um and go, go ahead joe give anybody Go ahead, Mo. Joe Good got boys over there, man. You got to tell us how you raised them boys, man. That's what I want to know. <laughs> <laughs> well, shit, I'm going to keep that shit 1,000, man. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? My wife, man, we've been married for damn near 20 some years. So I got help on this side because just when, just when I'm got, just when I'm straight all the way hard, you know what I'm saying? Hard body. You know what I'm saying? I got another, I got another opinion over here. Where it's like, well, you know, you, you ain't got to be like that, or you can just, you know what I'm saying? You can, well, well, think about it this way, mm-hmm. or look at it this way, you know what I mean? Uh, opposed to where, you know what I'm saying? If I ain't had that, you know what I'm saying? I don't know, you know what I'm saying? I probably would just be a different type of way. But, you know what I'm saying? With, with, the, with the music, it's, it's, all, it's like a job until they realize what the fuck you really do. Right. You know what I mean? All they see is like, motherfucker wake up and see me all day, like, damn. You don't go to work like where, like where you like where you work at, Dad. Where your where your job at? You know what I'm saying? Motherfuckers just see me in the house and shit. But but it's a good thing because because when you're on that road, you got the damn. What the hell? <laughs> what the fuck? Now nah, when you're on that road, you know what I'm saying? You uh you 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 missing your you missing your kids and shit. So. When you get home, man, you know what I'm saying? You damn near spend all the time that you got with them. You know what I mean? Because shit, once you get back on that road, it's straight work. Cause that's how it is. It's like it's a job, but it's a it's a different type of this this is a different type of job than a, a another type of job. You know what I mean? Because yeah. it's almost like you, you you can't turn this shit off. Right. You know what I'm saying? I'll be trying to turn it off, but it's like you 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 can't turn it off. I mean. 
You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm Cujo, but I'm Willie too. But it's like, damn, a nigga stay in Cujo mode so much. It's like niggas snap out of it, nigga. Come on, come on back to, to do this. So it's a balancing act that, you know what I'm saying? And that niggas try to, that you gotta try to master. You know what I mean? And it's a, I think it's a everyday, it's a, it's a everyday goddamn thing to try to master that shit to me, man. <laughs> Really I need five of me, man. I need five of me. <laughs> what what, you, think, T? what you think, T? You feel the same, man? What you think? Nah, man, you right, bro. You know, <laughs> good thing about it. You know what I'm saying? I've been married 17 years, man, so I got help on this side, man. My <clears throat> wife stay down, you know, whatever, whatever I, wherever I lack, you know, she pick up, you know, pick up the slack. So, um, you know, it, it, it's it's a challenge. You know, I can remember the you know, time we'd be sitting down eating somebody come up and they were a little bitty like, hey, what's up? That's Timo Gooden. It can't get it didn't connect. It didn't connect to us up with that uh that voice opportunity on real time TV. Then my kids were looking, they were like, Wow. Damn, we saw you on TV, you know what I'm saying? But the way you bounce it out, explain to them, for real. Let the kids know that, you know. At the end of the day, this us, this our family, and I'm here for y'all. You know what I mean? Whatever, whatever happened, like, it ain't nothing. It ain't no amount of money, no opportunity, no promotion gonna stop me from taking care of my duties. Whatever it is, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I shut it down. Whatever I need to shut it down if I have to. You know what I'm saying for them? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, but right now it's like push, push, push. Let's go, let's go. You know what I mean? Everybody growing, everybody happy, everybody healthy. I'm thankful. This coronavirus shit hit my house. It hit all of us, you know what I'm saying? But at the same time, everybody shook that shit. You know what I'm saying? We mm-hmm. shook it, you know, just by the grace of God. So, you know, that, that that's about be, be, being a good parent, too. I can remember my daughter coming in with a fever. And she scared the hell out of me, man. You know what I'm saying? Just seeing her with 102 fever. But I broke it. And believe it or not, man, little, little baby girl back in about two days, man, to her normal self. So, you know, that's a part of my my father, father and also a parent and also, man, just providing that, that care support, you know? Wow. Mm. I want to riff a little bit on 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 the new album uh, as it pertains to parenting. So survival kit. What what's the survival kit that, that each of you are recommending or equipping your kids with? Like if you're gonna give your kids certain certain bags of, of for your survival kit. What are you equipping them with? Well, well, first uh, they they get guns. <laughs> <laughs> the South, baby. <laughs> the first thing we want our kids. Yeah, money, man. yeah gun, guns and and teaching them how to how to farm. How to farm. How to farm. That's the that's the that's the next thing that I, that, that I got to get my daughter into is teaching her how to grow, you oh. know, uh, food because I think that that's the plate that's that's one of the things she needs in her survival kit to survive right. yep you know you got you have um elemental things like that like guns you know like shelter you know um but then you also have intellectual things like discernment you know what i mean uh discernment timing you know what i mean uh v- vigilance you know like these things have to be uh learned behaviors you know what i mean like unless they inherit them from you you know directly you, you know what i'm saying but you know, you have to give them a, a formal sense of understanding and application. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So always, always the, the intelligence part. You know I mean, like, you know, uh, you know, so you could, you know, a lot of the times the conflicts we have, man, is a war of words. You know what I'm saying? You feel me? You have to know how to be able to either, you know, articulate what it is that you say or say nothing at all. You know what I'm saying? You feel me? And know mm-hmm. when to speak and know how to speak, you know, but definitely, you know, but, but in a matter of war, you know, wars need to be funded. You know I mean, like, so therefore... We got to have economic inclusion, so they got to know the they got to know the value of a dollar. You know what I'm saying? You feel me? And not and not just and not just the the uh, the luxury of inheritance. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Yeah. I have you some weed in your goddamn survival kit, man. <laughs> Fuck that shit. And a life. We smoking on that Gip Goody. Hey man, that Gip Goody. A survival kit can be mental too at the end of the yep. day because it's right. almost like you can't really have enough shit. You know what I'm saying to got them to got them to, to have your shit together, but definitely, definitely what Gibbs said, definitely what what Lowe said, but also man, 
you got to be equipped with some type of music. You know what I mean? Some type of music with some type of message in there, man. So, so your mind can be right. Cause if your mind ain't right, it don't, it don't, you don't give a fuck if you got a gun or what. If your mind ain't got them conditioned to got them to got them move forward and aim and do what you're gonna do, you know what I'm saying? Your shit ain't right. So you definitely, man, like I said, man, your your mind definitely got to be right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if, you know, if you're gonna teach your children how to shoot, you gotta teach them how to aim and who to aim at. Know thy know thy enemy. Right. You you know you on frontline, Gib, you you in your in the second verse there, you you talk about youngins as killers and martyrs and shooters, right? Uh, by the way, on this latest album, Survival Kid, just for the, for those listening, um, and and you just said something, CeeLo, that I think is it kind of drives this point home because the question really was like, you know, how do you, how how do we as a as parents and adults, right? How do we school or kind of help? the younger generation, whether they be our kids or not, right? Just younger people in general. Y'all, to, to some degree, y'all are also parents to the hip-hop artists coming behind you, right? So, like, how do we help them? And I think something CeeLo just said, discernment is a huge aspect there, right? Because, like, you not being able to discern how to move or act in a certain situation will be survive. You know, it could be your Critical success. Thinking. Yeah, it could be your success or it could be your demise in one yeah. fell swoop. So like, how do how do y'all approach it? Because y'all kicking game through your bars, but I'm sure in in close quarters as well. How do y'all go about it? I mean, you know, um, not everybody not everybody gets what they deserve. You know what I'm saying? Like sometimes you're guilty by the association. Sometimes the 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 the, the larger, more more looming enemy is ignorance itself. You know what I'm saying? You know. Ignorance is ignorant, man. Ignorance is so ignorant that it can't recognize itself in the mirror, but ignorance is smart enough to argue with you if you call ignorance stupid. Right. Make sense? That's dope. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so with that, you, you know what I mean? Like, I, and I think since we're, since we're dealing with parenting in the general sense, like we should also know that sometimes parenting could be equated to being great liars. You know what I'm saying? Like our mothers and fathers are the best liars we ever met. I mean, like <laughs> simply out of just trying to protect us. You know what I mean? Like, you know, but now uh, with the worldwide web and all of this information being so accessible at, the, at the, the press of a button, you know what I mean? Like your children may challenge you. I mean, like, you know, confront you with an issue to just see if you're going to tell them the truth when they already know the truth. You know what I'm saying? You feel mm-hmm. me? So there's no sense in lying now. You know what I mean? Like a lot of the times, when we're out and about, I mean, like, you know, um, sometimes I think maybe just the, the untrained naked eye could could mistake my son for a shooter, you know what I'm saying, like, or for security. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, well, like, he's not my security, but he's secure. Can you think <laughs> it? You know what I'm saying? Um, and I think that's a part of him that knows that there's a lot of traffic and a lot of magnetism and gravity, you know, that that's, you know, that's brought about, you know, by celebrity and fame and notoriety and familiarity and those in those kind of, you know, those those circumstances. You, you know what I mean? And so, I I I really wouldn't, you know, if it was in a perfect world, I wouldn't want any of this to take his innocence away. You know what I mean? So like, he's having to be such a man because we spend so much time together and we're in real life situations a lot together. You know what I'm saying? Um, sometimes I feel like, damn, like you know, is it defaults some of his childhood? You know what I mean? Because you know, he has to be concerned about not only himself, but, you know, his father and so on and so forth. And, and, you know, like he, but he assumes that he wears it as a badge of honor. He feels dutified, you know what I mean, in it. You you know what I'm saying? So, um, and so we talk, we talk about, we talk about strategy, like, okay, like, you know, just like with with, with press, whatever we're doing for the week, we get weekly and daily updates about itineraries for the week. you You know what I mean? So like, my advice is always to take a professional approach to your personal life. You know what I'm saying? Like, Move like you're a business. Move like you're a boss. If if you have a plan to, you know, establish the worth. I mean, like, but you first must establish the self worth. You got to know that you're important enough. You got to know that there's promise and there's, uh, you know, I mean, th- there's potential. I mean, like, in you becoming anything that you want, but you got to protect that in the way that you move. I mean, so anybody that see you smiling and shucking and jiving and giggling out here, I mean, like, they may mistake you as a square or a civilian. I mean, like, and G is a blood type. So if you ain't got the blood. Motherfucker might bite you. You know what I'm saying? You feel me? So, you know, you know, look, look, look it in the eye. You know what I'm saying? Like, identify with it. Let it identify with you. 
you know, get close enough to it let you, let, so y'all can smell each other. You know what I'm saying? Like, dog dick don't get hard if you don't smell no pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you got to... Low, low, you got to slow down. You hit too many bars. Too many bars in one take. <laughs> we wasn't ready. We wasn't ready. <laughs> hey, man. hey, you know what I'm saying? As long as you don't smell no pussy, man, you good. How about y'all with, 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 well, I mean, uh, CeeLo, I know you have a daughters as well, but like, Gip, you got one daughter, right? Yeah. How, how, do you, how do you see the world? How do you, you know, school your daughter or her friends and her circle in, in what we're dealing with as far as like, you know, child raising and... And, and, and without it feeling like we're preaching at them so, yeah. so they don't shut down. Well, um, uh, it's kind of different with me and Keepside because Keepside came right out of the hospital and went on a tour bus. Mm. So she's been with us the longest. So she kind of grew up with all of them being her father because she was always the youngest around them. So she has a different kind of uh, relationship with me. She's almost like my, my little sister. Because she just been with me. I was a kid when I first had her. So, you know, with me, it's just about me just trying to keep the father-daughter thing going on. Because, you know, it's real hard when you're dealing with a girl. Because she wants, she wanted to be in, the, she she wants to be in the entertainment business. She's she's on television. So, I mean, it's it's kind of hard dealing because she's she's gaining her own little fame now. So, you know, I'm dealing with a little celebrity also, and she hadn't even really pop yet but she hey man she she walks and talks like one she's always been one she knows she's one so i'm just waiting on to figure out where she really lands because she dances too she dances she teaches class she she acts so and she sings so i'm like hey man i just want to be here to support you i'm just dead Mm -hmm. wow yo oftentimes on on drink chance i refer to y'all um and and your first album like I talk about it a lot and I always say how important it, I felt it was to hip hop. You know, it's almost damn near what? 25 years that Soul Food came out, right? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And you guys were hella young when that album came out. How did you guys get that 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 awareness, you know, that consciousness to to talk about the things that you were talking about in that album? Different. I like that. Go ahead, Mo. You've been quiet. We gather, uh, we gather information from somewhere everywhere, man. Uh, we were blessed enough uh, at one particular time in the studio to run into Buster Rhymes. And Buster Rhymes blessed us with some some wonderful literature about Behold a Pale Horse. You know what I'm saying? And, um, you know, we spread that amongst the dungeon. Me and Cujo Good and Gil and CeeLo had some friends, you know, some female friends that were, that were, that were really into conspiracy theories and just trying to find, you know, what's going on around us that people are not talking about. And they had this VCR tape that we looked at and talked about, you know, all these underground uh, situations that, you know, FEMA had put together where they were trying to, you know, prepare for, you know, any, the, 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 the inevitable, you know, which we're going through right now. And, you know, right. they were showing us that, you know, they, they were planning on putting cameras on, on, light poles and all that stuff way before they actually started doing it. And I can remember, you know, seeing one out in Buckhead long before they were really popular. And I used to always wonder, like, who's on the other end checking us out? You know, who is it? But, you know, it, it all manifested. You know, that's part of some of the game that, that, that we were given to, to, to bless the Soul Food Project. But also, you know, just being responsible young men. You know, we wanted to, you know, give ourselves an opportunity to put out a project that we could be proud of 10, 15, 20 years from now, and we all have to look back and be like, damn, you know, we was crazy back then. You know, we were talking crazy back then. Well, you know, and now we grown into it. Actually, people always would, would say that we were before our time. Right. You know, that that was a big cliche. You know, good mommy, man, y'all just before y'all time. So now my new cliche is we right on time. Mm, you know, that's right. Grown into what we were talking about. We've, we've grown we've grown from our humble beginnings into the men that you see today. You know, and and, and, to, and also we've gone into our music a little bit more so now people can understand and relate a lot better with what we were talking about on Soul Food. Took them 25 years, but you know, it's love, man. It's love. Right. It's love. And, and now to be able to come back and put together a new project that's still trying to enlighten the community, 
still trying to uplift the race, you know what I mean, and still trying to give some, some the kids and whoever's open-minded enough to listen, you know, some words of encouragement, some inspiration, some motivation, you know what I mean? That That's what Good and Marvel is all about. Good out here down most of the bullshit every day. You know, we can go down a whole long list of young men and women that were, you know, caught up, you know, by, by, by the bullshit. Lots of, lots of, I mean, Trayvon, I mean, you can, I mean, it's just so many, you know, all the way back Emmett Till before him, you know what I mean? So all that mm -hmm. shit, you know, is, is a part of the bullshit that we're living through today that we're trying to speak on through our music, hopefully, you know, reaching reaching somebody that can help make change and, and the change gonna come right here. The change ain't with everybody else. If everybody can change right here, then we can change the world. Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, man, because, you know, racism is bullshit. It's really like the stupidest shit I've ever heard of. You, you know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? But the seed of it makes sense. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, like if you do know your history, you know where, where it stems from. You know what I mean? But but like the strange, the strange fruit. You know I mean, like it's just it's disgraceful and distasteful. You know what I mean? But like I, I had an epiphany as we as we were just sitting here talking, man. I'm going to say this for the first time. You know, there's a little bit of ego. You know what I'm saying? Like in, in what it is that we do, too. And I'm going to tell you why. Because I just recently saw the Buster Rhymes Drink Champs episode, and he was so well spoken. Buster Rhymes is one of my favorite people. I love to hear I love to hear the God speak. You know what I mean? Like he was building the entire time, and he mm -hmm. said that there was a time where it was cool, it was almost fashionable to be intelligent, intelligent. and educated. So, so therefore, you know what I mean? Like, yes, I concur and I agree a hundred percent. Like, I mean, like I think it sounds so cool, and I think the way that people are affected by the information we've been able to convey, I believe that that's secondary to the fact that you know what I mean. I enjoy hearing myself make sense. Mm. I fuck with cool. that. I fuck yeah. with that. That's that. I mean, you'll come in with t-shirt headlines on this. Yo, for man. real, <laughs> for real. No, but, but but speaking of that, like, so your song, the the song on the new album, uh, my. Me time. Yes. So to me, I mean, I, I interpret that as almost as a form of meditation, of, of cutting everything off and having that time for yourself to self-reflect. And, and as yeah. it pertains to our kids, like how important do you guys think it is to start our kids early with that me time, with knowing like, yo, you got to go within yourself and cut out all the noise because that's going to strengthen you for when you get older. Can I, can I, can I, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna start that because, um, I started that, that, that idea off. That's dope. Yo, can you open up the gate? Man, that's dope. Um, because the backstory behind me time is, is the second to first, uh, song, um, that I, that I received, you know, the, the instrumentals, uh, from Sleepy Brown, um, you know, when we were, you know, back in March when the pandemic had first hit. And he called me out of the blue and asked me to come by because they had just gotten a new place and a new studio set up. He was like, man, I need you to come and see me. And this is not, it's not totally peculiar for him to, to, uh, to reach out to me, but we had not in a while. So when he did, I felt like it was really significant. But anyway, Me Time was written in the context of pandemic and quarantine as well. Even though the lyrics don't so specifically or exclusively speak to that, you know, the, the, the origin of, of, of where it comes from is, you know, just that. You know what I mean, um, having that, that time of self-reflection uh, self and introspection and a time to be prayerful and meditate. You know I mean, like to be at peace, and, you know what I mean, like, and, and um, you know, protect your energy. You know what I'm saying? So, like... Yeah. Um, I'm glad that people, you know, like are referencing this record. I mean, like, because it's one of my favorites. Um, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, and it was really relative to uh, the, the concept, you mean, like that led us, you know, from, from, from point A to point B, uh, you know, uh, and we tore the tape on, on, on completing this project. So Me Time is one of those ones that I really wanted people to be able to read into it and, and receive it in that context. You know what I mean? Because I was looking at different memes of people, um, you know, it was some meme that was funny to me. It was like, "Yo, um, a lot of a lot of uh, <laughs> a lot of y'all locked up, which a lot of y'all on quarantine, and on uh, with your wives, and you wish that you was with your side bitch or some shit like that." Mm. And then, you know, ah. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> so it's a lot of lonely side bitches doing the quarantine. You know I mean? so, <laughs> and I thought about that, so it, it was funny, but I, I, it was, it's true. You know, you could almost like 
I said, you know what? That's a good fucking point. You know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? So with that, I'm just like, yo, you, you may be locked down for several months with somebody who you don't even know like that. You got to relearn them. You know what I mean? Like, it didn't mean like, okay, you know what I mean? Uh, what's up? Uh, you know, just take days, you know, like minutes and days, you know, like, you know, uh, to just kind of like, to be, it can be exhausting. So anyway, my bad. I, I hope I answered the question. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Man, what did you ask me, man? What the well, fuck? <laughs> I mean, I mean, yeah, you definitely, you definitely hit, them, you definitely hit some of it. <laughs> but I mean, more, more so, like, are, are you guys, are you guys pu- pushing that on your kids? <laughs> you might, you might have to ask that again, Kay. So, so, so basically, are are you guys pushing or? Pushing the concept of me time on your kids, or have you raised your kids in that in in making them understand the importance? Oh of yeah, taking that, yeah, that, that time. That's, that's, that's definitely a way to be alone but not lonely. You know what I'm right. saying? Yeah, yeah. They got to mm-hmm. know that. You know what I'm saying you feel me, especially you know because hey man, you know in real life I had always felt like I was I was practicing you know like isolation you know just in the event that you know you know if I did the crime I had to do the time you get almost kind of like put yourself in that. You know, in that in that in that situation, mm. you know, and you gotta, you know, you gotta, you know, acquire, you know, patience is a virtue, but it's a learned behavior. Like we're not born with patience. That's why they say you gotta practice patience. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Wow. So back and cap off that. <laughs> Let, let's talk a little bit about re- regrets. Do y'all my have? Man, I'm having my own personal. I'm having my own personal drink champs over here. I'm drinking tequila. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you about, drinking, so you, you about to get I'm, fucked up right now if you're yeah, doing wine and shit. Chill out. So I ain't even supposed to mix it like that. <laughs> <laughs> so so I, I, I got a question about um, parental regrets, right? So we go through being dads and we try to figure shit out, right? Um, mm-hmm. You guys, I, I assume, would lean on each other in certain situations because y'all was so moving together for so many years, right? I guess it's inevitable for you to be like, oh, you had this circumstance with one of your kids and you just happened to raise it with the group. And you likely got some good, if nothing else... It takes a village type of environment. Right. You probably got some sort of, at a minimum, therapy out of the situation. Maybe even some guidance, right? So when you think about your job as a father, and as you look back, are there any regrets... In how you did your job that you fit you feel like you have at this moment in time. Uh just just I just wish I would have uh been more conscious of uh knowing that a child really retains a lot of information really early. Say you know, that. You mm. know, being being that I was young and being that it, it, you know, fame, the game, you know, celebrity, it just a lot of stuff she shouldn't seen. She she saw too young. Mm. You know what I mean? So that's just the things that I just would have been more conscious of uh, of protecting her earlier in, in, in some areas, you know, from from my uh, life of uh, being in the entertainment business. Be able to lie a little bit better. Huh? I, get it. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even, you know, that's, that's why it's, it's so honest at this point, because she can actually retain and come up and be like, Dad, I remember when you, and I'd be like, damn, you remember that? And I'd be like, damn. <laughs> got me. <laughs> so, got me. So that that's the part. I was a little bit too loose, and I, I was young, yeah. and you know, I I just didn't uh, I didn't think that she would even was too young to even understand what was going on. But you know, when you do certain things in front of them uh, a couple of times, they get it. Yep. <laughs> hey, I'm man, get back that time. <laughs> that that time period, man. I mean, that's something you can't replace. You can't replace that damn time. You can replace that money. Right. You can replace that car. You can replace all that other dumb shit. But when it comes to that time, you can't replace that shit. But, but hey, what can I say, man? You know what I'm saying? 94, 95, we was young doing our thing. And that, that didn't stop life from fucking with us. You know what I mean? So life didn't discriminate with us. So here we had to, we had to adjust. We had to goddamn be ambidextrous. We had to use that right hand, 
Use that left hand. You feel what I'm saying? So, but you don't know about being ambidextrous. I don't know how to spell that motherfucker. <laughs> I know what it means, though. <laughs> 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 you spell that bitch. Don't ask me to spell that whole thing. <laughs> but I'm just saying, though, it's just, it's just. Hey, Joe, I feel you. That's the good thing about it, man. We just been able to kind of to master that just a little bit. You know what I mean? Just a little bit, because you know, just like. You don't want your kids sitting up watching a rated X movie. You don't want to be sitting with your kids watching a rated X or a porno or straight hard up, straight corner. You you don't want to you don't want to do that. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. But you want to watch some other shit. What the hell is going on? You feel what I'm saying? So that's how this music industry is. Go up a little bit of it. I mean, they're gonna see what they want to see. But you just got them had them grounded, had a foundation, got them real sturdy. So when they see shit, they ain't got to stare at that motherfucker all day. They can just look the other way and go this way with it. You feel what I'm saying? Right. Mm-hmm. So yeah. they, they, I got full boy. They listen to all that shit. Garner, got them thug. They listen to got them uh, money bag, yo, uh, little baby, all the motherfucker. <laughs> but I had to tell them like shit. You can't do that shit for real, son. You can't do that shit for real. <laughs> All I had to say Sound convincing man, to me. Nah, that shit ain't gonna happen in real life like that. It ain't, it ain't gonna happen like that. You can't do it like that. Not that smooth. With all that with all that bass in your voice, Cujo, do you do your kids even hesitate to listen to you? Yeah, I feel like they ah, <laughs> You know, I don't have to talk a lot, man. I mean, cause Oh, I bet. All you gotta do is give them that what the people's <laughs> eyebrow. You be like <laughs> And that's it. They mama, they mama got them gangster too. Okay. <laughs> they mama gangster. So it's like when it's time for me to come out, it's like, oh shit. So right. now it's really okay. <laughs> now I gotta get loud and I gotta got I got to play the part and all that type of shit. So I mean, it's it's like living a balanced life, man. Just just try to be balanced enough, man, to where to where your kids were like, okay, I want I want somebody like my mama, or your daughter be like, well shit, I want somebody like my daddy. Uh-huh. I want somebody like my mama, so you just try to steal that shit. In, in so with that, with some of the stuff that you're saying, what what concerns you guys the most now in this world that we're living in right now for your kids? That that that, that it's just the people that's in control of the world. The people that's in control of the world, man. It's just like the people that run the music business, man. Right. It's just like these people don't care about people, man. They just care about money, man. These people not just going and getting with artists. Just cause they feel like they gangster and they putting the money behind the shit and they ain't even worrying about if they talented enough or nothing. It's no artist development. Right. We are the only industry that don't put people like us in control. They put everything else in control. Right. You see what I mean? So that's why Goody Mob has always been special to this industry because mm-hmm. we was never gonna be in to what New York or what LA was doing. We, we have always done us, and we will do us to the end. And it's like, that's what people, I think, that's what people always felt like we was arrogant. But it was like, shit, how we arrogant if we don't want to do it your way? I thought yeah. hip-hop is supposed to do it. Hip-hop is supposed to go all different kind of ways. Mm-hmm. But you got to respect me if I'm going to respect you. And if I don't feel like you ain't going to respect me, then, hey, man, you know, we're going to stand on it, though. You know what I mean? Because if you listen to Goody Mob, man, we have, we have been good for our people. The way we was raised from our bit mamas is totally different than the way somebody was raised in the North, totally different from somebody was raised in the West. And people got to understand that we do, you can't duplicate it because you wasn't raised like us. Right. So that's the that's the reason why Goody Mob is so special because, hey, man, we from the old scroll. We, we, we from the children. We from the people that didn't go to the West or the Midwest or the West. They stayed here. We from the original cloth. So at the end of the day, how we teach it, and that's why it's effortless for us to go into a studio and do what we do. We never made club music. Never made it. We never made gangster music. We never made it because we always understood we came in the game. Hey, man, 25 years from now, I want to be able to look back at my stuff and say, yo, we taught people. We gave people knowledge. If people listening to our music, they can, it's so many people come up there and say, man, we didn't, I didn't have a father. I ain't have a mother, but the things that organized noise and dungeon family did in y'all music, y'all raised me. Now, how many hip hop people can say that? Yeah. Now you probably raised them to the gangster shit or raised them to the dope boy shit, 
but how many raised them in the right way? Their music. Not Hey man, don't gonna... don't don't get us wrong. We don't have to put a couple of demonstrations down too now. <laughs> hey, that word, that word, that word, parental advisory. That shit really means something now. Mm, yeah. Like, like back then, I was just a sticker on a nigga record or whatever. So that just mean that meant to me that meant a motherfucker was finna be cussing like a cussing like hell, a sailor. Yeah, saying everything, but cussing like you. Cussing like me, you know. <laughs> 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 I'm just saying though, like, like if you ride in the car with your with your son, your daughter, and you playing some of your music or you playing some shit that's on satellite radio, and there's some dumb shit that's going on in it, and they just jamming, you gotta be like, well, look, hold on, you know what I'm saying? That shit right there, that's some that's some dumb shit, old boy saying or old girl saying, fuck that shit. That's real parental advisory right there. You know what I'm saying? So would you advise your, your daughter or your son if a nigga talking about, you know what I'm saying, we riding out and we gonna pull up and we gonna dump on the first motherfucker we see, you gonna turn that shit down, hold up. That's some, that's some dumb shit right there. Mm -hmm. you, you don't do that shit right there. That's yeah. what's up, Pop. And you need to go to some other shit or you see what they listen to. I'm saying that's real parental advisory. I had no idea. And it, it, it didn't really dawn on me until now we doing this shit that really what PA or parental advisory mean. You feel what I'm saying? That shit is really advisory, advising your, 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 your son or your daughter parentally on some real shit. You feel what I'm saying? You don't tell your kid, oh yeah, do what he say. He so he say go out there, get you a cup, get you a pound, break that bitch down, hit the block. No, that's not good parental advisory that you tell your folk, that your kids to do that shit. But if that's what motherfuckers gotta do, that's what they gotta do. But we got a choice now, yeah. and that's just that's just what it is. Man, you know the two. You know they say the difference between good and bad is the budget, right? <laughs> so <laughs> two two things that's got the biggest promotional budgets that you can think of. Two things. They, that they spent the most money on. The campaign that Jesus was white and the campaign to make you think black men was niggas. Mm. All over the world. That shit worked all over. They spent so much money to make the rest of the world think we was niggas. And we are niggas. Soon as we get there. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what we got to fight. That's what we got. That's what, that's what we got to fight to redefine, man. The difference between niggas and black people. That's right. That's, that's our fight. Mm. That's right. And it's a difficult one too, because we look just alike. Yeah. And even those who are black, you know what I'm saying? Like you have to become black. You have to become black because we all start, you know what I mean? Like, you know, from, from the nigga, you know, from, from the nigga syndrome and the nigga experience. We all come up out of it. So it's not a judgment, it's an observation. Mm. You know what I'm saying? You feel me? So, you know, that's that's how I feel, man. You know what I mean? But but it's it's where they put their money. You know what I mean? Like, so they put their money on death and destruction. You know what I'm saying? You know, but like. We got to fight a little bit harder, man, to shine to shine just as bright. You know what I mean? Like, you know, so we only here not to compete, you know what I'm saying, but to coexist. You know what I'm saying? Mm. You know, as a counterbalance. That's yeah, the balance. That's the most important thing. Yeah. We understand this is the time and the, the place for everything. Yeah, for sure. Because I'm gonna tell y'all, right. man, like it's a trip when you listen, when you listen to some of the stuff, bro. Like and that's why people used to ask us, like, why did y'all make the music y'all made? Well, first of all, we wasn't on a rap label. We was on an R&B label. <laughs> we had to take our music to L.A. and Babyface. Not to, not to got there, Suge Knight. We didn't have that. We had to take it to L.A. and Babyface. So the first thing they did was you got to have melody. You got to have something. And you gotta have you gotta have uh, a song structure. So that's the reason why our songs were the way they were because we couldn't just go in there and do no hard ass shit and then bring it back. And they'd be like, "Man, what the fuck is this? Mm. Like, this ain't where we at." Yeah, you know what I, mean? so, I never thought about it like that. Man. To even be like that, you know what I mean? But I think about it now, and I'm like, "Yo, man, I could put my record on when I first came into the industry, and and I can play it for anybody, and they gonna get something out of it." Now, ask all the people. That, that did all the dope boy shit and did all the gangster shit. Now, can they play that shit for their kids? Right, right. And be proud of it? Mm -hmm. Hey, man, you might have all the money in the world, but what you left in the world is what's really going to matter. The legacy that you left. That's a fact. Hey, that's mm. your grandma, folks. 
Let, they let's played, they played come on, Timo, put your two cents in that man. <laughs> Timo, put your two cents T- in the Timo giving us a tour, tour of the crib. <laughs> Y'all boy laid it, man. Y'all boys always laid it out. <laughs> Hell now. <laughs> I, I got, I got, I got a, I got a, a sort of like music industry question for y'all. Um, What's that? So y'all, y'all, y'all distribution for this album was with one RPM. So tell tell us hey. a, tell us a little bit about the decision for that and like how that came about. Well, I come out get them out. Oh, you boy, um, my homeboy Ray and organized noise came to us with an opportunity. You know what I mean? Telling us they had a situation with RPM. We we got a relationship with Orlando McGee. Grew up with him, and um, you know what I'm saying. We, we we enjoyed you know having the opportunity to get back with, with the organized noise crew. You know we we it's been about what one album, two album, three albums before you know ago. We did some music with, with organized noise. The last record we did with them was World Party. So to, mm-hmm. to be able to get back in the studio with our brothers that we can count on to get in there and cook up that real real dope music. You know it it, it was beautiful, man. Especially during this pandemic, which we give some fire. You know, giving us some direction. And knowing the direction that we want to go in this time as opposed to other times, man, you know, it, it was a beautiful situation, man. Very beautiful. That's dope. Let me tell y'all this. The best thing about all, uh, best thing about this album is that we own this record. We're mm-hmm. Organized Noise. See? that, And that, and I want to let y'all know that's the difference between Organized Noise and all the rest of them other people out there that's, that's rich and famous and everything. Organized Noise never owned our name, never took our publishing. And nothing. They made sure all us ate. Mm. Now, how many people can say that in the end? Not mm. many. Mm. Nah. So that's why to be able to come back with our family 25 years later, do an album that we paid for and they paid for and put it out together with no industry, no ARs, nobody telling us, go follow what's going on. Y'all do what y'all do. And look what happened. Hey, man. That's it. Hey, man. Speaking of that, I mean, to take us out here, you know, you you guys started as a family and now 25 years later, you're coming back as a family, as as a group and with organized noise and you got Dre and you got Big Boy on the album. What what does family mean to each of you and and how does family make and form the way you act as a father and, and, and parent? Family is, is love, man. Family is um being able to to depend on each other. You know what I'm saying? Family is like making that load less heavier. You feel what I'm saying? Like say, like we over here, we we six deep, right? So say say we shit, we gotta go, we gotta get something, right? See, family gonna go in together. You know what I'm saying, and take that that individual one won't take that big hit. You feel what I'm saying? So, like we we did survival kit. It's like man, all we had to do was come in with our part. You know what I mean? And then depend on each other because we know we know how each other roll. We already know what the, we already know what the business is. If CeeLo coming, if he go first, I already know I gotta goddamn elevate. I gotta go to the next level. I already know that. You feel what I'm saying? I should say if Gip come before me and T come after that, I already know the bar already set. You feel what I'm saying? So family already depend like shit. I already know Joe gonna come in. Hell, I already know Timo gonna come in. You feel what I'm saying? So it's like family, you know each other because you done live with each other before. We got there, grew up on the floor in the dungeon. I'm talking about sleeping bags, eating all the same plate. You know what I'm saying? Smoking goddamn, smoking brown before we were smoking green. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> so we got there, we came up in the trenches together so we can depend on one another when it's time to get the work done. So that's what we, and that's what I steal. And my boys over here, I got four boys. They can depend on each other. If something happened to me, most high forbid, y'all got there and go to work, put y'all head together. And keep that shit going. You feel me? 
Show. And plus, we all got dinner time. It's fatherhood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my, my daughter's out here screaming downstairs already. <laughs> Yo. Pre- my family just walked in the door, man. We about to do some spaghetti. Yeah, yeah. Go get it. Go get it. Yo, we appreciate y'all, man. Thank you very nah, much. Thank and you very much, guys. Thank y'all, man. Loving the album, man. Appreciate y'all. And, and looking forward to Drink Champs. Yes, we're gonna do it. I hope we didn't stray too far with the political talk, man. I'll be trying to, nah, nah, not at all. Not at all. Thank you. Yeah, I know I'd be ready to fight, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's up. All right, y'all. Right, thank y'all for the look, man. We appreciate yeah. it, man. No, no doubt. Thank you. Happy Thanksgiving to y'all, everybody's families, man. And happy holidays, everybody, man. Appreciate you. Same to you, man. All right. Thank you. Later. Thank you. Yes, sir. So, yo, that was dope, man, having Goody Mob. Um, definitely iconic group. So uh, congratulations. Uh, I think that was really dope to have them on. But I couldn't help but think while we were talking with them and some of the subject matter, and I'm, I don't want to, you know, get us depressed, but a homie of ours, uh, mine out here in Miami, a fellow DJ, DJ Ellis One, he lost his son mm. uh, to gun violence. Mm. And um, his son just had a daughter. Wow. Damn. And, you know, I just wanted to say, you know, send condolences to him and the family. Uh, he has a GoFundMe for for funeral arrangements and stuff like that. I don't know if by the time this comes out, it'll still be up. But, you know, just check him at, at DJ Ellis One. And if you know him or if you don't, you know, go go show support and condolences. And, you know, because I can't imagine what he's going through right now. Oh, so again, I just wanted to say condolences from uh, from all of us, you know, here at Fatherhoods to to him and his family. Yeah, we need more. Uh, we need more music like Goody Mob out there to redirect the energy. Yeah, for right, sure. Man. Yeah. All right, y'all, man. Damn, that's a somber ass note, man. My rest, bad. My rest, bad. Rest nah, in peace, good. man. It's all good. It's all good. No, it's, it's unfortunately it's life, man. And yeah, uh, yeah condolences to LS One and his family, man. Yeah, that's and we out. That's it. Later. Yeah. Yo, be a father. If not, why bother, son? A boy can make him, but a man can raise one. Be a father to your child. Be a father to your child.